And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to another exciting Panelology adventure. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. I'm Mike. We're back with more comics. Hooray. Wait, we can't have more comics than last week, though. Well, not more by quantity, more as an additional. Okay. okay. We're back with fewer comics. (laughs) That didn't sound as exciting. No. Yeah, no, let Alex sell it. Come on. Yeah, well, (laughs) I'm sorry they can't all be the Comixology giant size number one over 100 comic spectacular. All that noise you hear that sounds like somebody sanding wood is Jen drawing during the podcast and erasing shit. I'm sorry, I'm doodling. There's no doodling at the podcast. It's like crying well, baseball. You know. <laughs> I wouldn't cry baseball. No. I would cry if I had to go to a baseball game. But oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like going although, to baseball Although games. I, I, it's I the national pastime. will actually allow okay. that comment simply out of scorn for the new stadium. Damn mm. you, Central oh. Stadium. Damn you straight to hell. Um, yes. Which I'm totally fine with, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyone you not don't in have to, deal with don't have to buy it. Yeah. That's right. That's you why I'm okay with it. Thank you. As someone who lives three minutes from it, and has been in roadwork hell for the last two and a half years. Just, screw you, sir. Screw you. Just you wait. It's going to be worse just when it's read done. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, I know. That was a drink. This is the golden age. That was a drink. Why did we have to drink? Because I made a Hamilton reference. Oh, you set me up sake. and I took it. Oh, damn it. I didn't right, mean to. I'm going to let that one go. <laughs> hey. And Brian's back. There, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Brian, who abandoned us to go to a convention. I did, and regret none of it. <laughs> Not even yeah. that outfit you wore on Saturday? Well, okay. okay. Maybe a little okay. bit that one, but, you know, hey. Uh, it, it, it's still just a costume. That's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. Mike, Mike tagged me in a comment on that, and to this day I'm not sure why and haven't asked. Um, you were very fetching, you I'm sure. Why did I tag you? Because I said you look like Doug Henning. And then tagged well, me. And then tagged wrong. you. Why the hell did I tag you? I don't know. It Maybe just so sense. he'd see it? Uh, I'm not actually sure who Doug Henning is. No, I think oh, I man. tagged you. Doug Henning is a magician from the 70s yes. and 80s. Okay. Who looked a lot like Brian did in his fishnet okay. and wig. <laughs> so wow, would you like a out of hybrid magician and flock of seagulls cover band? No. no. But I like that. <laughs> oh, now I need I need that to happen. I have the hair for it if anybody wants to help. It's like if Gallagher had done magic and not lost his hair. That's what it would look like. <laughs> hey, hey, James Rodney, Hill, if you're out there, Flock of Seagulls cover band. I know you guys are down. I've seen that episode of Psych. Yeah, let's do this. I hope they're as snarky as Flock of Seagulls was because the... When they did an interview here in Atlanta, the they kept the DJ kept calling them the flock of seagulls. And he's like, "It's just flock of seagulls, you bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snark has got to be a part of it. Yeah. I, I something tells me James Ray and Dulé Hill can snark. Oh yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know, know what uh, makes me think that. It's a tap. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Mm-hmm. Now we can't. <laughs> now, now that we're blinded on radio, blinded by the light. Not science. Yeah. 
Another okay. roller in the night. Are you on airplane mode? Yeah, I am, actually. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, can I you can't guys, do anything right. Can you guys believe that this is our 22nd episode and we still start like this every yeah. time? No, I yes. think... Yes. <laughs> With us? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. You, can, yeah, you can really start to detect the not caring. <laughs> <laughs> I care. How, wait, how are we supposed to tell the difference between your current level of not caring and your previous existential apathy? Um, the more times you show up and I'm not here, that's when you'll know that I <laughs> care less. I actually think you're here around more when I show up now. Uh, well, I have to be. It's my house. I don't, can't go anywhere else. So. Uh, no, no, you have a car. You can. <laughs> yeah. I always forget. <laughs> and then you guys block me in, so I can't. Yeah, leave. we do that. Yeah. We have Rusty already positioned by the door to stop you. Good. So, how about some Aquaman? He says, suddenly changing the topic with a very to clever get, segue. Because he wanted to God, get that better. that was like a bucket of water to the face. No, that was- <laughs> hey, speaking of buckets of water to the face, how about that Wonder Twins comic that doesn't exist? Borma! <laughs> speaking of being all wet. Aquaman was slightly better than last week. I enjoyed this issue. Yeah, um, I like the exposition during the fight scene. Those are always my favorite. I love the confrontation between Aquaman and Superman. Yes, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yes. In which they basically read uh, War and Peace while fighting each other. <laughs> I, I did like I liked the fight scene. If you just yeah. taken the words out, it would have been perfect. Although, in fairness, that was kind of the whole point that Superman was going for. Was trying to talk and not fight. Yeah. I get so, that. But then he smacked... Yeah, then he smacked yeah. him, and then Mara treated him like a bitch, and that yeah, was great. Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. Yeah. And they kept going yeah, into yeah. the White House Situation Room or whatever the hell that room was. It's yeah, like, but, there but are elements of this I don't need. There are. Yeah. There were cool moments in this book. This feels more to me like the end of a first act than the end of an arc, and that I think is a problem. I think pacing continues to be an issue for me in this book when it had not been... No, it, this, it's a this, very 90s pacing. Yeah, it is. It this, is this whole issue could have been like a third to a half issue yeah. long. Right, yeah. And it's funny because at the same time, Jurgens is in Batman Beyond, like writing this super compressed, fast paced thing that doesn't have these problems. So I don't know how much it's just like. Rebirth editorial. I don't know if it's just the two, the twice a month shipping schedule. I don't know what is it, making that difference. It feels like somebody who wants to be somewhere and wants, but has to set up all this other shit to get oh, to minute. that point. Also, it's a different writer. This is Abnett. Yes, this is yeah, Abnett. This is Abnett. I can't. Yeah, it's, it's not bad, Jurgens. No. This is. Uh, Ab- I'm sorry. I was thinking of action, which Badnet. has the same basic problems. Yeah. <laughs> so no, this just this is uh, like I'm. There was enough in the, hell, even the Rebirth that I liked and the first epi- mm-hmm. issue that I liked. So I know the dude's there. Yeah. But I think he's just trying to get to, I'm, I want all my chess pieces set up and how do yeah. I get them there? And I think that's what he's doing. And so it probably will get uh, easier and better, you know, once he gets to where he wants. Yeah. But And I, 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 that whole first arc feels like that because it feels like the whole purpose of this was to set up that you know the US and to an extent justice league don't don't trust him and certainly they don't trust atlantis itself right right and and then when to get rid of that 52 vibe the new 52 exactly. vibe which yep. i didn't think needed to be done but uh i i did like that part when they were talk fighting and yeah. uh you know when he's like talking about the trinity and then even hell you even got yeah. the other ones and where am i at i'm the 
Martok or whatever the hell that <laughs> the thing. black sheep the black, the black sheep. sheep yeah so yeah, I, th- there were parts of it there that you know this guy knows what he's doing and it's just I don't think he's comfortable yet or he's not where he wants to be with it so yeah. I think his next arc will probably well, and that's yes. why I plan to stay on it and that's like, fine I'm, I'm gonna let you it. let yeah. me know if that happens or I not though there has to be some punishment for getting this, this, is, this is what I will continue with the second yeah arc same here right. um. Over, and I sound I think I sound really negative. I enjoyed this issue, but it does have the same problems it has had for two or three now, and it's at the point where I am if the second issue does not resolve some of these issues, I am probably going to, to trade cut up. bait at that point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I kept waiting for Wildcat to show up. That's how bad the pacing was on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> All right. How about some Superman? Superman number six. I'm gonna look at the right part of my list now and not hit the stuff that's supposed to be for. Is it still good? But that's good. That's good. <laughs> I think we were mixed enough on Aquaman that maybe that was the right. I was a little call. thrown off by talking about Aquaman, he, but I was fun to talk off. about it. I threw it off. off. I was off the hook. So, Superman. Yeah, Superman. Superman. Does somebody who's not negative Superman. about the book want to start on this? One? I really enjoyed it. Okay. There is a moment in this that I enjoyed getting to watch Jen read a few minutes ago because she just started giggling because Which, it was great. The puppy. Not spoilers. It's not spoilers if I just say the puppy. Thanks. Well, now it is because I said great. spoilers. <laughs> so really, it was you that spoiled it. Thanks. Way to go, Alex. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to spoil this shit out of Flintstones when we get to it. Okay. Yeah, because well, um, you got to because that. Will I got but to. back to yeah. Superman. Back to Superman. Yes, uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was an excellent end to the arc. Um, I still say you probably could have cut two of the issues in the middle. Yep. Yes. yes. But as the final ending point of this and moving the status quo forward for. John in particular, but also for Superman and in a way for the Justice League, like, yes, I, I am on board with this book. I, I liked everything about this issue except the villain. <laughs> I don't yeah. like Yeah. I enjoyed that the arc is ending. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like John. There was this one, there one shining example of what I thought this book was going to be was that, that when it was Superman, right, where him and John were fighting the the giant squid in the Arctic Circle or whatever. Yes. Was it? That is Superman, right? But I think that, yes. And I think that's what's coming now that, this spoiler alert, John is Superboy. Right. I hope so, because now that, that was my favorite issue of this whole thing. Now that he's in the light, now that the Justice League knows about him, now that he's got the suit and the name and all that, like, Superman can train him that way. There were just several moments in this book where, I was, where they were, like, posing, and they would, you know, I was like, Shut the fuck up. And I like posing like, on the moon which, and I yeah. loved that page. Fucking hell. Get out of here. <laughs> I loved that page. I, I I liked the little scene with Lois and John. The little little teeth. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want don't get me wrong, I don't want a whole issue of that because that would get old real fat. But like when they throw that like that one scene an issue or so in there. I oh, like where, where he's making fun of her for being yeah. Yeah. Bat Mom or whatever. Bat Mom or whatever. That was adorable. <laughs> yes. And I loved her. Can't rush a good bubble bath kid. So, so I, I <laughs> it's know. It's true. Like, it is. It's very true. Like, yeah. I think that's the irony yeah. of this is that I love Superman, who is the biggest superhero, but I like his smaller moments. Yes. Well, yeah. that's how you write good Superman, isn't it? It should be, yes. <laughs> it's how, for us, it is. But so I feel I've, like for the past few issues, there hasn't been I've much seen, of the, yeah, yeah, I've seen glimpses of smaller 
gooder Superman. Good, good, <laughs> wow, really? Wow. I yes. think the word you're looking for, you're Mike, a, is superer. Superer. Yes, much superer. Super duper. I can see where this has potential. So Indeed. I'm looking forward to somebody else telling me how this book goes. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of books with potential that you're looking forward to somebody else telling you how it goes. <laughs> Supergirl number one. Supergirl number one. I, I, liked, wanna, wanna... I liked it better than Rebirth. I did too. <laughs> um, it's better than Cats. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this issue. Uh, you know what? I, I, more, I, I was very cynical going into this one. Because Me too. I thought, that after, especially after the Rebirth, I was like, okay, this is just going to be completely the TV show. And yeah. I, I'm done with it. Um, and there were definitely some parts of that in here. Mm-hmm. Um, which there was are, one page in particular that I rolled my eyes at. I bet I know which one it was. Too. The one in the DEO headquarters. Yep. With yep, that's the one with the character named after two of House's doctors. Yes, I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. Are you Cameron kidding? Chase. Yes. Wow. Um, I may be rewatching House right now. Now, what yeah. I really liked, I actually really liked her Kara Danvers stuff. Yeah, that was the part well, that I probably enjoyed the most in this. I am. In the exact same place you are that I think. I was... The TV show has grown on me over the course of its first season. I did not feel like the comic needed to be that exactly again. And while the setup is nearly identical in a lot of ways, there is one key difference, which is Kara has not been living this life. So this entire issue, and I'm hoping the book going forward, continues to trade in the stress and anxiety of someone who is used to living in this technologically rich yeah. thriving alien society who struggles with things like turning on an overhead projector because Jesus Christ this is so old how do, how do you count as a civilization yes yeah well I, I, the picture to me is like you know so, like like uh, a 10 or 11 or 12 year old right mm-hmm. who has always used an iPod and everything yeah. like you, you put them in front of a phonograph player it's that's yeah. that that was the feel and I was like that's great that's yeah. wonderful so, although I think it's cool now for the ten and eleven year olds to have, vinyl. but you get yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I know you understand yeah. the the yeah. point that I'm getting is yes, yeah. Uh, the one page that really bothered me was the page that was most like the TV show, yeah. And it Agreed. also had the problem, I think, of highlighting what is going forward after an issue I really enjoyed. My biggest concern: the actual setup. Mm-hmm. The actual single thing that gives the good tension to this book, this idea that she has to learn to live as a normal teenager, is kind of dumb setup. It is the dumbest, most contrived, oh, hey, you're super powerful and we fixed you, so now you have to answer to us. Or oh, what? Right. Like, why is what she even going along with right. it? Yeah, like, and she's like, okay. Yeah, basically, like that's okay. that's the one sort of existential issue this has. What comes from it works so well that I can forgive it as long as it continues. to Is work she at well. least like amused by it? Like, okay, well, I'll I, go along with I it, think, but you know, I'll kill everybody. I in this think room. she kind of has reached a point where she with goes, you know what? I actually can see some value in doing this. That's yeah. why she's bought into it. Is because her ability to better understand humans and live among humans and that is valuable to her so she wants that All right, so, and that's one panel so you so a writer an artist could put in one panel of her going just making the smirky face and going okay and you're good with it well but 
They also can't, because then you don't have the tension that drives the book, which is her frustration with the society around her being so behind. Right. Like, it can't just be... I would see. That would I'm work fine. She's like, fine, I'm going to put up with this bullshit because everything else is bullshit, and I might as well see what this bullshit's about. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe... But not like the book. That wouldn't make it yeah. like not like the TV show, then, I guess. Yeah. Well, like, and that's well, and part of it I think is is a teenager's reaction as opposed to an adult's reaction yeah. to it. Mm. So, a there's teenager's also, reaction would be to kill everybody in the room. <laughs> there's also well, with, a, with a with a fart <laughs> with a super oh, well, fart. Is, <laughs> is there some super farts in here? No, there's not super farts. Um, there's also maybe a little bit that Don't is. Don't make me say the other thing. Uh, no, 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 no. A little bit that is, teenager. but she does. She does. Teenager. The reason I laugh is because she does use her super breath in, in, in it. Does she really? Yeah. 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 Oh, there, there's a cool fight scene in this. Yes. Like, there's a, a confrontation that's really well done. Um, <coughs> like a, most things about this book, really work and really work well in ways that the rebirth issue did not. Um, and there's no Toy Man Junior. There's no Toy Man Junior, which oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> And the art is beautiful. The colors are beautiful. Yeah. I love the style in this book. Yeah, it's it's a it's a much more fun, whimsical kind yeah. of art style. Yeah, it's, it's which fits this book, like sketchy and cartoony, yeah. but in a way that is not cartoony, contrary to the tone. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's cartoony, but it's not cartoony. Well, it's it's not Animaniacs, but it is Animaniacs. No, <laughs> it's, zany. It's, it's, it's not zany to the max. I wouldn't say that. No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Nor is there baloney in anyone's slacks. Yeah, not a topa max. Well, I am though. Right. Hello, um, nurse. <laughs> Hello, nurse. The one thing I think you do kind of have to get over if you've been reading Supergirl with this book is you just kind of have to accept maybe all that New Fifty Two stuff while it technically has happened canonically, like. You kind of have to read this car as a car who just has been wandering for a while. Okay. Um, and not who's been doing stuff for the last five years. Because then, then that, that shaky premise right. gets shakier. And that may be what, where that's coming from for me. But like I said, overall, I really enjoyed it. I will definitely at least pick it up and trade. I don't yeah. know about singles, but at least trade. Sounds good. Yep. All right. How about... All right, I, I know I'm going to sound super negative on this one, so I'm just going to rip off this super and get it off my get it off my list. Cyborg Rebirth number one. Someone else start. Uh, it had okay. Rebirth at the top of the book. <laughs> oh no, wait, it had at the Under, bottom. Therefore, yeah. I'm it's not reading them. I'm not okay. reading these anymore. Okay, you no, no more of them, huh? Fooled me nine times. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> it was more than that. It but was, it was more than that. But your inability to count aside, <laughs> maybe the smartest one at the table for that decision <laughs> in terms of this. I'm, done I'm having a hard time arguing with that premise. I'm there. Done, yeah. done reading. All right, things. I'm going to turn to Jen because there were things you liked about this book, there and were, I'm curious what they were. were um, Not in a challenging way, but in a, I actually want to know because I okay, have then, nothing. I, nice I can say. tell you, I liked everything except for the fact that it was just a whole bunch of freaking. Uh, narration. The of, life of story the of Silas yeah. and Victor Stone. It was the origin. It was the origin. It's of, rebirth under the title. Oh, but you can you do that without that. just being but nobody's just, done that. just a book of Blue words. Blue Beetle was the only one that, that managed words. to do it halfway decent. But it means that it can be done. And it right, was. But one out of whatever that magic number is that it's I can't think of. It's a lot. Of one out of 12, one out of 20 is not good odds, so I'm done. But, I mean, I liked I liked Vic. I liked... 
Rusty. Uh, I, <laughs> you liked Rusty? <laughs> yeah, sometimes, except for when he barks during the podcast. Um, Weird dog. Yeah, I liked most of the characters. I did not like the, the little nanotech dude. The way he spoke. Was, it didn't even have a consistent voice. No, it didn't. It half did the not. Time, half um, the time it spoke passively, half the time it spoke actively. Yep. Pick one or the other programmer. Yeah, but I do like where the story's heading, I think. Okay. I... I'll give it two I, more. Yeah. I probably won't. I mean, I'll read the number one. This is not the number one, so I'll mm-hmm. read the number one. Um, I can definitely see the thing, the things you're saying. Mm-hmm. I may just like only like Teen Titans cartoon cyborg. I, that yeah. Maybe, well, although, that... No, that's not true, because when Jeff Johns writes cyborg, I like cyborg. It's not just that. I don't It's... My problem with this book was it was so... Justice League Unlimited. There was a severe lacking of booyah. Well, there there is no booyah. There There is is no no spiritual booyah booyah to this book. No, no, that's a a no. I I know. That show does not exist. It does exist. Shut up, you like it. In this universe. I do like the show. You are wrong. I like the show, but... always have been wrong. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Little lame as Rob never Mm -hmm. hurt anybody. Except, I guess, Javert. I was about to say, oh, I think it did. I think okay. I a few. And a bunch of students. I think I heard a few people. I've and been hurt, Fontaine. I've been hurt okay. by a yeah, few right. lame misses, so I'm sorry. Gavroche. You know. Marius and Cassette come out of it okay. That's fair. That was Miss Les's. I've been hurt Spoilers. by Miss Les's. Really? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't want to be Eponine or Gavroche. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. I found the dialogue in this tedious in an X-Force kind of way. <laughs> wow. You Not hated necessi- this book. I, no, I will, I will be honest. And I really wanted to... like This was one of the books I was most excited about. I really wanted to like this book. This is probably the weakest Rebirth book, in my opinion. That's saying something. It, it is. And I would have been like... And I know I should have expected... like They should have called this Cyborg the Origin Story. Because... Yeah. And like they did. Not- it, they did. It said rebirth on the front, right <laughs> no. underneath the title. That's how you no. knew it was if, an origin story. If this were the number one, this would be it for me. I would be, I'm gonna you would be give done. it the number one because I've read all the rebirth books and I know what comes with that. Exactly. And I'm not going to read them more. So I will read the number one though. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I will read number one. Okay. Number one with a cyborg. Make it so. Okay. How about a breath of fresh air. Is this a new book? Moon Knight number six. Oh, it's not. Well, it's no, kind it's, of it's a good book that we all read. It's kind of a new book, though. Yeah. yeah. It, it did open up and was immediately different. Oh, and it was. Yeah, this is great. This is a great, great book. What, what, one of two Marvel titles that I'll read is Moon Knight and Vision. I think, really, right? Oh no, I'm reading. One? I'm reading <clears throat> the the Civil War. Yeah. Are you, no, that's, that's are you reading Captain Marvel, or you're not reading? No, Captain I'm not reading Marvel. Captain Marvel. I'm done with Steve Rogers too. I'm going to read all those other ones that are coming yeah. out in next month right, or next right, right, whatever. Right, yeah. So I'm looking forward to those. But this one, uh, this one is, it's so off its fucking rocker that you have to love it. It's basically a, a Vertigo title. <laughs> I keep yeah. saying that from DC, and it's like as soon as you. It gets into yes. one thing and then it switches to the other. So this guy yeah. is still clearly, as you say it, it does have kind of a Grant Morrison vibe. Yeah, it oh, completely, definitely. especially the way it just boop, switches into the the other show and then the completely different art. Yes, well, and that's what shocked me. So I thought going into the after the last issue, which was which was really a transition guy. I mean, it ended the last art, but kind of a transition thing. I thought we were going to have one 
of these characters, and they would go one or two issues, and then we'd have a switch. Oh no, no, that they're was not, switching among these four or that five was just different characters all within, and it's all these iterations of oh, Moon Knight that yeah. have existed. And I, so. I know, mm-hmm. and I like it. And here's the baton, and here's the baton, yeah. and, but it's switching in one person. And so when you get to that final art in this book, which I love, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah. James Tacoa, yes, and it's he, just beautiful. He did a Godzilla <clears throat> run that I need to pick up. Godzilla in Hell. Godzilla in hell. By the way, it turns out IDW's Godzilla comics kind of cool and interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm gonna do that in time thingy in trade. I did. I did read. Anyway, Godzilla in Hell's already in trade. So there you go. Damn it. We'll talk about. I have all the '70s ones. So, Um, but yeah, the I love this book because it just keeps you off balance, much in the same way the Mm -hmm. character is off balance. Because you're like, okay, now I know what's going on. He's doing this with the movie, and then Mark Spector is the actor, and I get it. That's really funny. And then, boop, now I'm a cab driver. In oh. okay. 80s, well, Frank yeah. Miller Daredevil style art, and then Francisco Francavilla. Yes, mm-hmm. and then boop, now I'm in somewhere else. I'm like back Fuck. to Stephen and, Grant, and, and even, drawn by Wilfredo Torres, who did Jupiter's Circle. Mm-hmm. Even yes. better than that is so just about the time you you think okay, so I, now I know this character's moving through these, and the and you think you might have a little bit of feel for that. One of the characters calls him something else. And which just like completely threw me off again. Yeah. Except to what Charlene? What's what's the chick's name? Charlene? Mar- Marlene. Uh, Marlene. Marlene. Yeah. Calls him Mark. Mark in one of the panels. Yeah. And yes. he's like, wait a minute. When he is a different Mark. character. Mark oh, is another I? character. The right. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, and, oh, yeah, and it throws him you. off too. And it threw me off. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So maybe, <laughs> right. maybe this is just him. When the, hey guys, just, hey guys, I don't hey know. guys. Maybe Jeff Lemire is in our brains. Maybe he is. <laughs> I oh, can tell you. Oh, you poor, poor, he is poor man. He is in our brain because I think Alec has done this on purpose, by the way. He's slowly pushing Lemire on all of us to where, you know, we're reading Lemire books. I'm like, no, this is really good. This is, you motherfucker. <laughs> what was the first thing I said when we started this, when we were giving advice on how to get into comics? Find a writer you like. Mm-hmm. And yep. stick with him. Yep. And Lemire is becoming one yes. of those for yeah. me. This book, though, it's like, when does it become a superhero book? <laughs> because it's not a superhero book. Does it need book. to be? No, no. but and then in this issue, they talk about, well, don't buy into that. Ant-Man did really well overseas. Oh, my God, that and was people wonderful. Are ti- people yeah. are tired of superhero comics and stuff like All that. All that so. meta stuff with the movie. Really good. Yeah. Just and was superb. And I, I don't know if any of you guys ever read any of the back. I happened to read the first letter that was written in to this, and it, the person talks about how reading through this comic he's like he's like looking at people in the real world different going so like those people who like you know kind of the homeless people that wander around and are talking to people like maybe they really are seeing something and I, like this has got me like really out thinking differently about well, just, how i perceive people one well, is really weird because now that it, now that they had that meta discussion about ant-man that means that that part is in our universe that well, doesn't exist with superheroes. Maybe. They make superhero or, movies. Right? Or it exists in a universe like ours that isn't ours. That has superheroes in a weird and Venn they make superheroes. Maybe. Universe. Well, where, the, where people who don't dance can still be my friend. <laughs> well, there is no they, universe like they're that. They're no friend of I'm mine. I'm sorry. So, but I did, I was relieved in this because I started reading one of these panels and I was like, Moon Knight was superhero Moon Knight and he's fighting and I was like, oh, what? Oh no! What happened? This is going <laughs> shit. And then I flipped. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> it freaked me out. I was like, "Oh fuck, Moon Knight's done." 
And that's what, that's what I love is that, that kind of thing. There's always, there's constantly, you turn the page and there's something else that just makes you go, wait, what? I thought. And do you know how hard it is to be a good writer like Lemire is and write bad dialogue? Bad. Yeah, yeah, and write bad dialogue. It's not easy. <laughs> it's, it's like painfully coming out of you. I feel you. like you'd have to like go to somebody else and be like, is this bad enough? Without it sounding over the top cheesy. I mean, that takes skill. Yeah. Or just write it for Shatner. No, that's fair. I am Moon Knight. (laughs) Hear me roar. (laughs) To me, my (laughs) X-Men. William Shatner's Professor Xavier. Actually, you know what, though? I'd watch it. No. I would. No. No. I didn't say I'd like it. I have to draw the line somewhere and no, that is not even watchable. I didn't say I'd like it. Now I I can watch it. (laughs) Cyclops, set your... Phasers too. Stud. I think Shatner as uh, Xavier would have a totally different school. It would just be for girls. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you want you, that to be funny. You know how much time <laughs> so, Charles Xavier spent hitting on Jean in those early issues, well, right? Yeah, that's true. You actually, you actually have found the kernel of truth in the idea of Shatner as one of those green-skinned mutants is going to walk in. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> or blue. It's probably Mystique. Let me teach you. What is a kiss? No. I'm sorry, open that can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Moon Knight's a great book. Moon Knight is a great book. Yes, please read that. Please, if you're not reading it, read it. No, we'll catch up. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. Nine that train's got to be out soon. Uh, this uh, is six. Is. Oh, this is just six? Yeah. yeah Fucking hell, my brain. Uh, huh. Yeah. So it's probably going to come out. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think we I think we mentioned it in one of the solicitors. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. While we are at Marvel... Doctor Strange, number 11. Doctor Strange. This is our first issue after Death of Magic. It is. And it kind of sets the stage for a new place for Doctor Strange, who uh, looks like he's going to be fighting the low-tech equivalent of weak magic and doing anything he can to kind of stave off bad stuff as he still is resource depleted. Is this the one where he looked like an awkward badass on the cover? Probably. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> this is the one where there is a great... Doctor Strange is fighting with some so sweet, sweet hand-to-hand combat? Yeah, actually. There's, nice. a, great, there's a great page uh-huh. in this where uh, yeah. Doctor Strange has come back to his Sanctum Centaurum and he's beat up. And oh, yeah. Wong asks him what happens and he basically says something to the effect of all these years studying and learning spells and making new spells. Who knew all I needed was a baseball bat wrapped in enchanted... Uh, uh, barbed wire. Barbed wire. <laughs> no, so he became the Negan? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Sure. I meant, oh, hey, spoiler alert for fucking hundred issues ago of Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> for Thing, I'm apathetic toward. Okay. I haven't read any. It's nothing no, this, against it. This it is, is yeah. textbook apathy. I just it, don't care. Very, very yeah. much a, a transition episode yeah. from that last. Because at the end, there's a huge reveal as far as what's going to be coming next. Mm-hmm. The um, movie. No. Well, <laughs> kind of. I was going to say no, but... Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, pick a Doctor Strange villain. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Name one. That's who it is. That's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's only two that you know the name of, and it's not Dormammu. How's that? Gesundheit. 
Um, <laughs> is it Wolverine? Is he fighting Wolverine? Because that'd be cool. Yeah, that's Gosh, it, Mike. Mike. Spoilers. Oh, Damn. Damn. Fuck, I'm Damn. Sorry. But yeah, he, the, the, uh, you know what? I really, really like this struggle that he's having yeah. with with not having magic available. Yeah, and I will and be there's honest. Some it's not like it's completely gone. He's finding some. Yeah, and he's creating new magic. But yeah. You... Coming. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, it's going to be off topic. So go ahead. Coming off of Death of Magic, mm-hmm. I read this issue honestly with the thought in mind. Okay, that ended in a way that was not bad, but was not exciting. Right. Maybe this will be my last issue. We'll see. And I read this, and this has me excited for what is coming next. It, like this really is a nice momentum build. So if you came it, off of Death mm-hmm. of Magic and are like, I can be done now. You read Maybe this not. issue and you probably can't. Yeah. Well, and I really love that that all that happened in that is carrying through. It's not yeah. just that's the arc, it's over and now we're back and yeah. on to something. Everything like, got better. Everything matters. Right. Yeah. So you had a you had a tangent. A couple things. Yeah. Uh, one, they need to bring back the what if Marvel line. Oh and I'm always. Oh, that should that should great. just exist forever but only so that there i can see that what if the hulk had become dr strange and that would be really cool <laughs> <laughs> but his and he can only cast one I, spell I'm, by I'm yelling actually, hulk smash i'm trying to think if they're actually if that, that sounds super familiar does yeah, it? it hulk it, smash it really and then, does all right. The other thing is that if you guys have not started watching, it's on Netflix and it's right now. It's because you said New Magic, so it triggered it. It's a it's a BBC miniseries. Um, oh, Jonathan Mis- Strange and Mr. Norrell. D- Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. I have Norrell. read part of the book. I have not finished the book. It is outstanding. And the guy I love it, the book. It is. And we're going... The book, The show is so good that yeah. it makes us want to go buy the book and read yeah. it. Because Ooh. it is really good. Yeah. And the acting in is... Unbelievable well, B- good. You said it was BBC. It's BBC. Which, no, no, but but I mean, that lends a higher level leagues, generally. Leagues beyond Gen- your normal generally. BBC show and in quality of filming and framing. Oh, yeah, they spent so much money acting. on that. It's beautiful. Anyway, it but is, he goes. Yeah. Do you want to know why about the book? Why? Guess who wrote the foreword to it? Uh, Tom King. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Oh, okay. uh, that was my second guess. That All was right. my guess. It's, it is really... I'm just blown away by it because it is not your typical BBC thing. But yeah. the guy in it, one of the lead guys, Mr. Norrell, uh, he keeps saying English magic. Yeah. He won't just say magic. He goes, we have to have legitimate English magic. English yeah. magic. <laughs> and you said new magic and yes. he would be, you know, maybe not for new magic. No. No. So, so it's really outstanding. Isn't like series, old though. magic or new? We're magic. not done with it yet, but uh, I recommend it to everybody. Nice. It's I unbelievable, mean. and we just found it by bullshit chance, really. Mm-hmm. Suffice we it to say, he would not care for Newt Scamander's efforts. <laughs> no, no, probably. Is that a Harry Potter reference? Yes, yes. I knew it because I didn't get it. <laughs> either that or musical, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or tolerance. So one of those things. I'm not getting. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Uh, speaking of speaking tolerance. Of tolerance, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was the transition. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm releasing my, I was going to say I was going to release my soft balls, but no. that didn't come out right. No. So. No. no. <laughs> Alter is number one. <laughs> did you get the, did you watch that YouTube video, by the way, that I linked to in the Slack? Oh, I don't think did so. Did you link it in the Slack? Because I, I know you sent it to I me. I sent it to you, okay. but then I put it, I, I send things to you and then put them in the Slack because I know Slack doesn't notify you. Smart, always. it hates me. Yeah. 
Um, there's a YouTube link mm-hmm. to a video of a guy playing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I uh, that. Careless Whisper and the X Men theme. Oh, I saw it's that you so posted. Wonderful. I have not, I have not listened to it yet though. But yeah. That's beautiful. Well done, Sarah. <laughs> All right. Alters number one. This yes. is from Aftershock Comics. It is. <sighs> Jen, you want to talk first about it? Okay. Sure. I keep looking at um, them today, so... Paul, yeah. No, I I did really like it overall. I'm probably going to keep reading it because I like where it's going. I was hoping you had more than I was like, we're not on Twitter, baby. You can actually... Oh, no, I only have 140 characters. <laughs> 140 characters, um, all done. Which I think that's there, there's that many in this book. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, oh, no, there's a lot more. This is there's Game a of lot. Thrones. There's, there's a lot of characters. I, I really, really like it. But I feel like it's... I don't know how to describe it. Um, bad? A little, no, it's not bad. Oh. It's not bad. The The main character mm-hmm. is a mix of bad and good yes. to me. Uh, they do something so right, and then some things just feel fake. They now, do when some you things say that, the character, yeah. do you mean the writing of the character or the actions the character takes? The writing of the character. I'd agree with that because I thought right in the beginning it was really good. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is this is good." What was everybody kind of mad about this for? I don't exactly hate that either, though, because it's. Can I spoiler alert this? Yeah, like, yeah. well, this is going to be this is going to be the crux of this conversation. Yeah. Well, because and, yeah. when it feels fake to me, which maybe this is intentional, when it feels fake to me is when he is his true ego, like not his true ego, but All right. So the main character is trans. Yeah. Yes. And that's not what's wrong with this book. No, that is no, not no, the problem no. with this book. Right. So here is I, I'm just gonna slap a disclaimer on the rest of this conversation, real quick. Spoilers. I think it is safe to say everyone at this table thinks that representation of trans characters is excellent and, and very glad, important. Glad to see this book there and don't yeah. want to see anything happen to it. Absolutely. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean if it's a bad book, I well, don't care what it's about. Oh, it can fair. go away. That's fair. But but it's not a bad book, so... It's not a bad book. It is a book that has some writing problems. I think there are writing problems across mm-hmm. the issue as a whole that also pertain to the way that the fact this character is trans and the way the character talks about being trans also applies. Right. I, that's a fascinating premise. Like, I I, yeah. and I didn't even pick no, up on all this stuff. I think it's super interesting. Like, I was like, oh, you know, and then he takes off the, the wig and I'm like, holy fuck, this is... Yeah. Wow. And then, right. and then it just went into... It was almost saccharine the way he was dealing with right. his family and right. stuff. Yes. And, yes. and I, I get it. I do, but... But I, it just wasn't handled very well. No. Yeah. And then when Chris Rock is his best friend, because that guy is whoever... He drew that black guy in it. He is Chris Rock. He used Chris Rock as a reference. I can't get went, it and look, man. I went right out oh, of the book. I, I'll, I I'll show that. you in just a second. And, and, then, and, then okay. the, uh, and then when the villain is basically <laughs> like just awful... And then, like, the Technicolor Dreamcoat guy. Oh, my God, he is. he is. It is, at some level, a world-building issue. It is as though... It's it, and they explain that in yeah. like three panels in the beginning well, thing. I don't need more than that though. Well, you that's you told thing. me everything it's, that I needed to know. It right. is like he said. I didn't okay, even want that. I'm going to take my twenty pages and I'm going to do five on info dump world building, and I'm going to do five on my character's trans, and I'm going to do five on his family life and friends, and I'm going to do five on setting up the plot for the second issue. Right, and I could have just had that last five throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Well, if he did it like that, if it's a who, who's a writer. 
Um, Paul. All right. So Paul he, Jenkins. If he yeah. did it like that, Who then is, I would be no, because sometimes you just have to let the story tell itself. Yeah. In however many pages that takes. Well, and that's yeah. that is the problem I have with his issues. It's like he wanted to just get it all out there. Right. Put yeah. it all on the page in the first issue. And you know and what I'll say? You you cannot write. You cannot hook yeah. people that way. You have to hook people legitimately with, story. with and, something yeah. and then bring us in, not this shit. Yeah, I want to be hooked in the first five pages and not the last five pages. Yeah. Right. So I think it's a fantastic yep. premise and I want I wanted this book to be better than it is for yes. me. Yep. Yes. And so I'm not going to pick it up just because it's a trans book. No. But I think there's a place on the shelves for it. And I think it may be, yeah. Oh, yeah, if absolutely. you are looking for a trans character, if you are looking for representation, check it out. Take a few issues. See if the writing gets better. Right. Also check out Kim and Kim, which we'll talk about in a yes. couple minutes. Because it also deals with a trans that. lead. How much is hormone therapy? It is not cheap. Then how is a teenager affording... I don't think he's a teenager. I think he just lives at home. He's the middle... No, because he's got a job. Insurance right? yes. at work. His, yeah. yeah. Some work insurance plans cover it. Does it? Yes. All right. Yeah. So he must have a really good job then. Did they get to that part? Not necessarily a really really good job. Well, he, the, his friend that he's with, that's, insurance that's, plans at, that's at work. Depends on where you work. Yeah. yeah. All right. And All what right. part of the country you live in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then that makes sense. I, I quit reading when I got to Chris Rock and the villain. Well, and that's a perfect example, that scene right there. That scene did not need to be in the first issue. It could very just as easily been in the second issue, which would have given you more time to actually tell the you know the good part of you know. No, is this writer trans? No. Well, and here's here's the thing I want to say. This is a cisgendered British writer. Not that British is really relevant to it, but he's written a bunch of stuff over the years. He's he's a name in comics. Mm -hmm. He's been around a while, Um, and it probably takes having some amount of name to maybe sell a comic like this. But the thing I want to point out is you have this book, which is written by a cisgendered guy, and you have uh, Kim and Kim, which is written by a transgendered woman, and the two handle that issue of being transgendered very differently. Mm-hmm. And what I would recommend, rather than my trying to guess or editorialize where not having the experience versus having the experience versus just writing begins and ends... If you're interested in some of the conversations, some of the pitfalls that maybe this book runs into, Google Magdalena Visagio transgender writer storify or some combination of those words or transgendered writer tweets. We get like a really good pasta recipe or something. You will get maybe. You should get it was the first result for me when I did it, and maybe we can tweet this link out. Yeah. Um uh, right before Kim and Kim, Kim and Kim came out, sometime in a couple of weeks before Say that. that nine times fast. Kim and Kim came out. That's not good podcasting. <laughs> um, but right before that, no, Magdalena Visagio, writer of that book, tweeted out a series of tweets. Frustrated one tweets. Does, about... And really, the whole the whole chain looks at it from both sides. On the one hand, there's an appreciation that more writers, cisgendered male writers, anyone is writing trans characters, but also the frustration of not enough transgendered writer writing those characters and the different ways okay. that having that perspective affects how you tell that right. story. Um, the differences between writing a story about a character being transgendered and writing a story about a character who is transgendered, which... I think you can see a pretty clear delineation between in at least the first issue of this versus the first two issues of Kim and Kim. And that's fair. And I I don't ever want to limit a writer to only writing what they they know. But I I can, conversely, 
one of the things that attracted me to Sense Eight, the television show, yeah. mm-hmm. was that you know the Wachowskis were producing yeah. this, and they had been through, and they had transgendered person, mm-hmm. and as one of the leads, and it was, fa- and I was just well, interested in what a transgendered person would say about the whole process, yeah. and, and being that person. And there's an issue of Does that makes sense. Yeah, you know, there, there's like I, I like just like I don't want to say white writers can't write black characters or black characters can't white write characters or men can't write women or right. any iteration right. of this label can't write that label but I also think there is a value in people who've had the experience writing to the experience Correct. I, I think they yeah. just write differently yeah. they do well the, they've yeah. got a different perspective that's my point they're gonna right? have to um, and I think in an issue like writing a trans character that I mean, even just talking about being transgendered is a vocabulary by itself that the average person, I think, lacks or is still developing. I mean, yeah. three or four years ago, even, the average person would have had none of it. Just no vocabulary to talk yeah. about. So being able to write to that, I think, is laudable sure. and impressive and not something to just say, well, he's cisgendered, so he can't. But... Well, uh, at the same time, I think there are nuances and just just even we're, ways we're spending of more talking. time talking about the what it means and what it is because this book is yeah. not like I did. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Well, it's not because of subject matter. It's just because I think it's not written yeah. entirely to my taste. And that's kind of where I come from too. Is I like that this book is out there. I probably won't pick up the second issue because right. I wasn't wild about the writing. Right, right, right. Yes. If it's more like the last five pages, I will. Sure, and I may. Bum your copy and yeah, read it. Right, we'll wait for Jen yeah. to buy it and then, and then and then go from there. So, right. and like, like you said, like I think we all agree, it's a fascinating premise. That's a oh, great yeah. premise. It's a great idea. idea. I would just want to see it handled in a different way. But I have a very narrow if, window of things that I that I like. If there was honest, not so. a transgender character in this book at all, I would still think it's a fascinating premise of oh, yeah. of these developing or you know if new. Was. New Doesn't powered it? people in this world. Well, if he was just cross-dressing, right. it would See, still be the same. I actually don't know that I agree with you there, Brian. I mean, I get it, but for me personally reading yeah. it, I think the thing that is interesting is this idea of juggling the secret identity versus the costumed identity and also juggling being a closeted transgendered person starting a hormone replacement with not being out and with having to balance all of these different forms of identity. I'm not saying that doesn't add a different element to it and certainly an interesting one. Yeah. I'm just saying even without that, sure. I think it's an interesting sure. premise of a, of a setup for a world. Did that help listeners at home? Got or it. in your cars? <laughs> or a, lot of them, a lot of them tuned out. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them went, ah. Coming up next on Star Talk. <laughs> on NPR. So let's let's go on to Kim and Kim number two. Oh, okay. He didn't have a clever segue for that, sir. Come I on. <laughs> Nothing. Speaking Come of on. Trans people? No, I didn't want to do that. Well, now we did it. But we. But speaking of Kim and Kim, because we yeah, were we, about we were that, talking about, about Kim and Kim. All right. So uh, speaking of Kim what's and Kim, wrong with that? There's a transgendered person in both books. Sure. <laughs> I'm just irritating you. Okay. Honestly. I thought um, you would have said shifting gears or something like that. That would have been terrible. 
little terrible. Would have been a little terrible. A little bit. But, 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 very consistently Mike. Speaking speaking of necromancy and giant sandworms from Dune, Kim and Kim number two. I was just making a dick joke, and then you made a bigger dick joke. No. No, no, no. They were actually our sandworms. I made a segue that had nothing to do with the book we were talking about into the next book for comic effect to get us the hell into the next book. I'm really glad I didn't read it now, <laughs> Turns out there's dangers with necromancy. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't always go according to plan. Has there ever been a positive necromancy theme in a book? <laughs> Thank God you brought back the dead. I don't know. Um, that worked out that well. is a fascinating story. Return of Superman? Remains to be seen, sir. I'm sorry. Do you need some uh, moisturizer for that burn? (laughs) Thank God I bought you all Jergens. (laughs) No, because it's Jergens, so it just every every Lazarus bit story. That's what you. That's how you come back from death of Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh God! He's a trans lifer. (laughs) So Kim and Kim number two. (laughs) Yes. Please Big pause. Big pause. <laughs> Did you listen last to last week? So you have I've no heard idea. the Big Pause okay. episode. Okay. Big yes, pause. I have. Uh, I really enjoyed this issue. I'm just going to power through it. Guys, listen to the sound of my voice, not theirs. Go. Mine. Go. Really Go. enjoyed this issue. Thought it was a lot of fun. First couple of pages took a little time to slide into, but uh, no, no. by the end of the book, it stop. continues to you be... Stop. A lot of fun. It continues to be excellent. There is a really great, subtle way that is never even called attention to directly in the book as it happens that just highlights what a total dick Kim Q's father is. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, No one calls him on it. No one says anything about it, which just, they may be dicks too. I think I know what you're talking about. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. But in the world of this book, in the very subtle way in which Kim Q's transsexuality is handled, transgenderedness is handled, uh, you quickly recognize that as, oh no, he is an industrial-sized bag of dicks. Yeah, pretty much. Very tiny ones, but a big bag. (laughs) Got it. When you diagram that sentence, industrial size bag goes a modified bag, not, not dick. Yeah. Dicks, correct. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You get that, Mike? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just yes. Industrial size tiny peni. That was. <laughs> Speaking of industrial size giant pe- tiny <laughs> peni, <laughs> glitter bomb number one. Oh, okay. I've Speaking been, of irrelevant segues, I have no idea what's going on in this book, and I love it. Okay. Next. No, it's <laughs> kind of like when people drop a big glitter bomb, I guess. I mean, <laughs> no idea why you do it, but okay, go for it. Because it's characters. glorious. See, there you go. Shut up. No. Um, 60 characters. Well done. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try to keep it short and sweet. Look, no. she's, just, she's just going for those cover pull quotes on the collected edition. Oh. Oh. I still like her four-word Moon Knight quote for that cover. Marvel, if you're listening, yeah, let me know. We'll give you a pull quote you can use. That's true. It'll be the uh, official panelology pull quote. Anyway. No, it's about an no. aging actress who can't find work anymore. So she's like 30? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually what happens, isn't it? In yeah, Hollywood? If that, and got, now like, an I'm sad you oh. suck. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're not wrong. You just suck. Oh. Right. right. Um, <laughs> There's our segue. And she uh, she gets frustrated with what's going on around her, all the young actresses getting all the jobs. So she decides to go to the beach and take out her frustrations on the ocean, I guess. By, by getting melanoma. <laughs> what the hell? No, she's just sitting there for a minute. Um, you know, gr- grieving. Grieving her youth. Okay. Clearly uh, deciding to reenact awful awful mandatory reading from her high school English lit class. Probably. Beaches. Uh, that no. is a great movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. It, just, it was an easy joke, though. I'm sorry. I was referring to The Awakening, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I've never read that. Anyway. Oh, we my God. Yeah, I have <laughs> a list school. of books that you need to never read. Never even heard of anyway. The Awakening. When she hands you that list, just strike The Awakening. Okay, I will. Instead, hey! go read Awakenings. Awakenings. <laughs> Much better book. Okay, that's fine. Is that the movie um, with uh, Robin Williams? Yeah, it's yeah. what okay. that movie's based on. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. So something happens to her at the beach. <laughs> and she You becomes... might say life's a real son of a beach. It is. Is there a sand dune? No. Sandworms? I mean, what? No. She May- assaulted by sandworms? Kind of. Does she violate mm. the, the basic tenet of that old country music song, Don't Get No Sand in It? <laughs> you can put a lime, a coconut, or a banana in it, but don't get no sand in it. <laughs> wow! This is why I only listen to all Kudos, indie. Sir. <laughs> this used to play in in one of the movie theaters I went to oh, back in really? Chattanooga wow. on Lordy. loop pre-show. I'm sorry, it was pretty awful. So huge yeah. spoilers would be telling us what happened on this beach. Well, huge spoilers would be say if, would be saying if you read The Awakening, you know what happens. Well, you know part of what happens on this. I beach. Say, oh. Okay. Heart. Heart. It goes Heart. very differently for her. Heart of what happens. What the hell is this book called again? Glitter, Glitter bomb. bomb. Okay. It's it's much darker than you're thinking. Oh, it sounds it sounds like it. So I'm. It's I'm pretty down. dark. I like it. All right, hand it over. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, Mike. Yeah. How do you feel about tentacles? Oh my. <laughs> I like them on the outside, Alex. You'll enjoy this book. Have you watched Wicked City? I have watched Wicked City. <laughs> oh, it's not like that at all. Oh, she's raped by an octopus? It's not. Well, it's not like that at all. Does oh, she call it Little Nemo? <laughs> no. That would be cool. Uh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I missed the ejector button to get us out of this conversation. Knight's <laughs> Dominion number one. What? Knight's <laughs> Dominion number Speaking one. Speaking of anything but literally what we were just talking about. Knight's <laughs> uh, Dominion number one. This is a uh, this is a new book. This is a number one. Uh, this is the Wait, one we talked about. Knight's in... Dominion number one is yeah, a number holy one. Holy shit, Fine, are you up. kidding me? Um, <laughs> mind blown. We, we talked about this wow. in the solicitation. Let's never ever do that in this <laughs> harmony again, please. <laughs> wow. And we just blew Mike's mind. Oh, wow. Yeah, literally. <laughs> or at least his eardrum. Through my nose. Because it had nowhere else to go. Mmm, bean mm. juice. Mm. <sighs> um, was... Wait, hold, hold. I'm sorry. We missed a very... Well, no, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> we haven't gotten there <laughs> wow. yet. Wow. Remind we... me, there's a very important detail we need to talk about in Batman when we get to Oh, that. yeah, when oh, Batman okay. says... No, mm-hmm. no, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, this is this is a new book written by Ted... Uh, Nafe? Nafe? Oh, Nafe? God, I thought you were going to say Ted Knight, and I was going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, he actually writes and draws this book, and we talked about this in solicitation. This is the one that is basically almost like a classic D and D or Pathfinder campaign oh. group forming up. Oh. Yes, although it is clearly being played by people who are much more serious than I ever am when I play D. Oh, clearly. <laughs> um, but yes, and it, it talks about how you know you have the the mage and the 
and the cleric and the fighter and all the and, and the, the barmaid. barmaid. Turns out there's reason you have the barmaid. Yeah. But yeah. In fact, she may be part of the title. I put that together as I was putting the show notes together. Yes. Yes. I'm 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 clever like that. I Bar got it three days later. Hmm? What is the title? Yes. Knight's Dominion. No. Knight's Dominion. Is the Barmaid is the of title. Doom. You might say she's been working on her knight moves. <laughs> I might say it at least. <laughs> that was a Seeger way. That was a Bob Seeger way. <laughs> Seeger, I hardly know her. Oh, no. There it is. <laughs> That's what Bill Clinton said. <laughs> no, he did cigar. not inhale on the cigar. Oh. Wow. Even I'm going to let that die. <laughs> Thank you. See, sometimes if I beat him to the punch, he just lets it go. No, because I can only escalate, and I still want us to have listeners at some point. That's true. Okay. I'm but, sorry. You were so rudely interrupted. Uh, on this show, always. <laughs> hey, was it good? It actually, you know what? I, I enjoyed it. Um, that sounds like a lot not of my fa- well, not starts. my favorite book of the month. Okay, not, but it, it, I mean because it seems very standard in the putting the party together, which is what this issue was. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, mm. So we really didn't get a lot of what's going to happen with it. So it's a serious book about people seriously playing D anD. d No, look, let's be, no, it is not actually about people playing D anD. Yes, it is the basic formula of okay, we're putting together our D anD. d style group. It's in story, it's in oh, okay. narrative. It's not a D and D book, Pass. correct? Right. It's just structured like the beginning of a D and D campaign, where yeah. they're literally they're in a tavern. Your party meets and, in a tavern. Yes. How do you react in the dark corner of the tavern? And yeah, and the guy picked a fighter but rolled a nine, and then didn't work out. <laughs> I slam that potion and get really high. What's the, next, the, Alex? The, 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 <laughs> ma- the mage is a complete and total stuck-up prick. Oh, oh, shocking. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. So, very stereotypical. And that's why I said... And someone uh, has a secret past. I'm waiting to see if... if, if uh, I'm hoping there's a turn in this somewhere. And I think sex. there probably will be. So, but it's not in this issue. That's, that's so, not nice. There you go. All right. Time for Brian's Corner, when oh. Brian talks about books that only he read. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm a sucker. One day I'm going to have one of those. One day. No, I'm not. Eclipse I'm number one. Uh, Eclipse number one. This is, uh, I mentioned this one also in Solicits when we were talking about this month. And this is the one where something has happened to the sun. And if you are out in during daylight in the sun, you basically get fried up to a crisp. Oh, no, I missed that one. Yes. Dang it. And this turns out, turns out this is actually going to be kind of a bit of a mystery book. Uh, in that um, there's a group of people who have special suits that allow them to go out into the sun during the day. It's Are they called skin. day walkers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not. I can't, I'll be honest. I can't. They, they do have a name, but I can't remember what they're called. Um, do, 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 I'm not going to look for it right now. That's fine. But, um, yeah, so one of these people, so they, they come across this body of this person who's been burned. Uh, who was left out, and a message is left with. So very clearly, it's like a murder, right? So <clears throat> as part of that, uh, a very wealthy, rich person who actually has a building that goes up above ground, and he has had special shielding installed such that he can be out, you know, basically they can be up in the penthouse of this building, and he can actually still look out and see things, which is, you know, super, super, you know, I think yeah. Bruce Wayne... Tony Stark wealthy type thing, right? Well, he hires That's this... a straight-up Wilson Fisk move. <laughs> yes, it is. So he basically hires one of these guys who knows how to use these suits 
to go out and uh, take his daughter has gotten a uh, a threat similar to this person that died. Um, <clears throat> and so he hires this person to take a basically what amounts to a security group out to make sure she's safe because apparently, imagine this, the rich kids have set up basically a walled off, you know, no exposure to the outside clubs that are day clubs, not night clubs. Day right? club. Where they, <laughs> exactly. Where they go to the club. day club. Fighter of the night club. And of course things go wrong. And Champion so of the fun. He, they're, they're trying to figure out who this person is that's going to be killing people and uh, at the same time he ends up having to take this girl and per- try to protect her and that's keep her secret going. keep her safe save yeah, the cheerleader one. save the world save the cheerleader save the world that's it is she a cheerleader uh, she's not a cheerleader oh. darn yet save the debutante Jason. save the world there you go How's that? Yeah, same thing but uh, it's actually the the writing in it's pretty good the characters are, are interesting enough um, I will definitely keep reading Right. How about Great Divide number one? Do they divide by zero? Is oh that my. the Great Divide? Um, no. This is a this is a crazy book. Uh, the premise of this one is kind of nuts. So, <clears throat> turns out that at some point we have no idea why what the cause of it is. At some point, it turns out that when two people touch and make physical contact, that Baby's one of them is no hands. no one of them is instantly Touching killed, and their mind and and consciousness goes into the person that survived. So this person now has two people inside. So they instantly firestorm. Okay. It must suck to be the Wonder Twins in this world. Oh my (laughs) God. So uh, it it starts out out with this guy walking into a bar and he's he's like, like, somebody somebody help me. I've killed my wife and kids. I think I killed my wife and kids. They're in the car outside. And they're like, what? And somebody comes up and touches them and he kills them. And so like, you get this one scene of this guy coming into this bar and killing like two or three people, and then it cuts and it's clearly several months or a year or so later. That's great because it's the joke is a guy walks into a bar and then you can't finish it because everybody's dead. <laughs> no, it, it's funny because it starts out when the, the the narration when they're telling this is tell me if you've heard this one. A guy walks into a bar, <laughs> okay, and kills everyone. Yeah, so. Um, but it, so we're now at a point where no one can have any physical contact with anybody else. So everybody walks around with with gloves and generally with masks on. Is know, it called to protect themselves? Heroes and it's of the almost, So it's kind of a poke, poke, post-apocalyptic world. Now. It's a well, poke-apocalyptic world. <laughs> well, they're still playing Pokemon. Games, I, I, was so. say, I think oh, we yeah. live in that one Come now. On it's called now. driving on the interstate with morons well, playing Pokemon. Go. They can only have sex by throwing balls at each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but they 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 do softball. They do have peepers now, which are basically peep shows because that's all you can do. Yeah. Oh can you touch yourself? That'd be weird, right? You can touch yourself. Yeah, that's, thank goodness. But when you do, you're touching wait, everyone in your mind. Wait, so wait, me and the hold. divinals are okay. Hold, <laughs> hold, hold. What if? What am I supposed to be holding? You had some kind of skin graft from a donor on your palm. The ultimate stranger. Well, they, they couldn't, Mike. That's my point. <laughs> oh, they couldn't. You couldn't then touch yourself. Oh, oh my god! Ooh. You'd kill yourself. But well, the one at least, the, at least a little death. One of the characters mentioned something about a, a, a latex. Just until you a, went blind. Suit. Oh, that's, so, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> yes, it kind of is. So wow, don't know exactly what that means, but well, no, no, uh, if that's yeah. what you're into. Cool, but stay away from me. And this is Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have fun look, editing this one look, later, aren't you? She's an alien, so is she really 17? Oh! 16. 
Oh, I'm sorry. She is 16 going oh on 17. Oh. And we drink again. Empty. Oh, fuck. I'm out of drink. Empty. Oh, Lizzo. All right. How about Skyboard number one? I wanted to read this. This was the one that was solicited as King Arthur meets James Bond. Um, I, You know what? I can kind of see that. This one is actually a He's much more a about a lake. not probably, I think, who's going <laughs> to be the main character. hooker's gun. Some damp tart. watery tart throws a sword at you. I can't say what. Didn't they actually say the M word in, in Monty Python? Watery. Watery. Was it watery tart? It was watery, it was watery. yes. I'm pretty sure. No, it's, no, no, it's watery. It was watery. It is watery. Okay. It's definitely watery. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so... Um, you know, apparently have, have, have there's this that. there's a superhero and he's like the only one that we know of uh, and he had three kids who all have who basically are all super strong super invulnerable and he touched them and, and they died no that's the other book okay, okay. Um, hey and then they went out in the sun and died what and weird way does everybody die in this book Brian this, well here's why here's why I'm gonna so um, hammer time <laughs> The daughter, this one follows the daughter who is going to retrieve an artifact from this person who turns out then tries to double cross and doesn't want to give it to her. Unfortunately, she's one of the three kids. <laughs> and so she pretty much basically uh, proceeds to fuck him up <laughs> and all of his people. And so this book like, is about incest? Punches through the through his bodyguards and related. like literally oh. through their bodies. Um, oh. And turns out that the super artifact fuck. that she was picking up is a sword. Fast. Anybody want to guess what sword it is? Is it Michelin? Voltron. It is Voltron sword. That is amazing. Is it, it the remember? one that showed up magically King in Pacific Arthur Rim? Arthur meets yes. James Bond. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh okay. It's a Walter PP7? Yes, it's the Walter PP7. Sword. But it says sword on the side <laughs> of it. But it's a sword on like it, Like right? in Romeo and Juliet in the 90s. Well, it's, it, actually, it's anime. It's a gun sword. It's not That's PP. what it is. Yeah, okay. It's a gun okay. sword. I don't think James Bond gun is actually called PP anything, is it? <laughs> It's a Walter or something. something but. Isn't it a Walter but PPK? PPK. PPK. It? But, it's not, but it's not PP. It's just not. <laughs> and now you'll face justice at the end of my PP. Okay. That's not going to happen. Okay. You say so. 007 and his PP. Uh, but no, it's 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 the sword. The sword is very clearly Excalibur. Clearly? So, um, like, is it clearly? Because like, like, we were having a hard time with it. It, it, it is. needs to be labeled Excalibur for me to know. It, no, it really but is. It's Excalibur and from Marvel we, we Comics. Get, we get proof of that at the end, and I'm not going to tell you how, but yes, we get proof of that at the end. And this is verily, I mean, it's it's almost all action, Mike. Verily? It's, <laughs> I don't even care. I just Yay. like interrupting Brian so much. He gets so bent out of shape. Yeah, I told him earlier we missed him. He's like... Oh, really? That, that, that's weird. Oh, yeah. No, like we now missed getting to why. torture you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes much more sense. Because yeah. we had to let poor Andrew get through stuff because he only talked like for a minute and a half through know, the episode. Guy. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, I had that same problem. I know. <laughs> no, you, you so. don't talk for only a minute and a half. Oh, right. So, All right. Okay. I'm confused. So, again. speaking of killer bees, yes. killer be killed, number two. Kill Go. or be killed, number two. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to be super brief on this one. So, Are is you? it still as good Are as the first it one? Is, it is at least as good as the I'm first one. I'm glad you didn't okay. follow that up with undress. Speaking of is it still good, is, is it, it still, still good? good? The is portion of our show in which we rapid fire go through books. quit. I didn't quit. I'm still here. Um, and I ask people, is it still good? The rule is not still good. If it is still of, <laughs> if it is good. still of the same quality as before, and mm. you enjoyed it before, 
we think you'll still enjoy it. Or we still enjoyed it. Or whoever among us read it still enjoyed it. <laughs> so, Batman number six, Mike, in which Batman almost says Herm. He does. He says Hern. 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 Blue did Robin's but it was H R R N. So if you squinted, it kind of looked like it herb. did actually because I I did yeah. a double take on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it still good? It it is still good. It had a tearjerker moment for me this week. But is that uh, the only thing it jerked for you? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, because oh, when she shaved oh. her head, it did it for me. So it it did do it for you. No, it didn't do it for me. Oh, so. okay. I was about to say I, oh. I've got clippers. No, Batman is really good. I'm a well. Little... Yeah, he's sitting right there. <laughs> not the clipper. The clipper. Not, not. I'm a little worried. I, I think Tom King got his say, and I like this. And now I'm just a little worried that we're going to do the big event next. And I hope that Tom King gets to still be Tom King in hey, this book. There's a big event next, though. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. what I'm worried Mine about. Monster Man. Yeah. That's what I'm worried I mean, about. That Tom issues. King will not get to. Yeah. Because Tom Worst King isn't going to be the sole voice in this crossover event. And those tend to get weird sometimes so i'm Worst a little worried case about scenario it. it's two issues and then we get i am suicide which suicide suicide i am suicided i am suicidal which is uh Aww. don't try suicide it's painless it's, queen song. it's mostly painless well you're suicide thinking suicide is harmless suicide is painless, painless. it's painless, is Suic- it painless? no fish yeah. are harmless <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah. well mostly harmless <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so it. long and thanks for all the fish. There you right. go. Um, all right, so yeah, you're thinking uh, of the mash theme. I was going to the Queen song. Yes. Don't try suicide. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Nobody's worth it. Right? Nobody's worth Nobody's it. Nobody's worth it. Are you sure? Because it doesn't sound like anybody's really actually not. heard this song. Really do we know not. lyrics? Okay. Hold on, wait. As long How as do we don't lyric? do Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm fine. I see a little silhouette of a man scaramouche, scaramouche. Will you do the fandango? Speaking of fandango, should we go see a movie? Now? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, why not? Oh, wait, this is the quick part of our show, right? Yeah. Oh, so, oh, Batman shit, it's not. Batman, Batman good. Batman's still good. Batman right. good, go! Batman worried. much like dear good. Tom Batman good. Beyond, also Congratulations. Still good. Congratulations to Tom King, though. Yes. yes. Oh, One yeah. best, best new writer <laughs> Well, <laughs> on Vision. Uh, on Omega Man, what? No, no. Was it Vision? Okay. No, he won it for it Vision. Vision uh, yeah. Yes, however, the Omega, uh, Man, is like Omega Man is five. like number five on the bestseller best list. Yeah. Like for a comic, like what the? Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Which I, I didn't mean, think it was, it was, was, the, good, it was the graphic novel list, so it's not yeah. so weird well, for but a still, comic. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. It was Which good, I did DC. pick up, by the way. Good. Yeah, huh? So good. Telling DC, it was good. I haven't finished it yet, so it is really good. All right, keep going. All right. Um, Batman Beyond number 16 still good end of the pre-rebirth arc we are uh, I meant to read this I'm sorry I didn't I'm going back to read it you failed I know Um, so after this we get Batman Rebirth number one which I'm sure Mike will feel existential angst about whether or not to read no I'm gonna read that one god damn it (laughs) (sighs) hey if not you know I will I I know you will I'm gonna have it so yep um, so it's all. still good. It's excellent. Hopefully, it continues I'll read it just to, to prevent from Bean and Brian's corner. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> good. hopefully, it continues to be good into the rebirth era. I hope so. Uh, Flintstones number three. <gasps> Yay. Brian. Yay, Flintstones. Um, this Your is amazing. Quote of the week. I, this does have my quote of the week. Um, this is probably the funniest issue we've had of Flintstones so far. Mm. Um, okay. I, I don't know. No, this one made me anxious. Made me. 
Uh, gave me ennui again. Did it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, about this veterans' issues. This one actually issues gave me ennui. And... Maybe the front and the end were, but yeah, there were. De- oh, there's definitely funny. some. Uh, there were definitely bad- funny oh, moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, so my quote of the week is: uh, they. It starts out. There's a school trip to the uh, to the space center, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to uh, they're going to launch a rocket. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, it's a chimpanzee as the astronaut, and so the way that they uh, the way that they're going to launch this rocket is basically they have this giant uh, seesaw set up, basically a big lever uh, with a big target, and they've got a big like brontosaurus over one end of it up on a crane, and they drop the brontosaurus, which launches the uh, chimpanzee up into outer space. Except they do it, and it very clearly does not launch him all the way into outer space. No, he basically no. just kind of goes over and catches on fire, and Pebbles <laughs> turns to Bam Bam and says, uh, oh, wait, did, did they just kill a chimp to impress a bunch of eighth graders? <laughs> so I play this game as I read now to see if I can guess what will be your quote of the week this yeah. week. Was that it? That was it. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ah. Uh, uh, but um, is still good. Flintstones is still good. Still good. Keep right. going. All right, Nightwing number four. Nightwing is still good. I actually like this one a little more than I did number three. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes after this and uh, after Monsterman. I'm looking forward to Monsterman, but seeing what uh, Seely does next because I think this does the thing a lot of these other Rebirth books have done, and this first arc is really just putting the pieces in place. Paper Girls, number nine. Jen, how about that tardigrade action? Oh, Ooh. such good tardigrade action. Lots of it in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, still good. A little over the tardigrades. Really? Yeah, actually this really? one had, uh, had, uh, oh shit. Three and, uh. Not tardigrades. What was the other one? Lice? Maggots. Uh, maggot. Yeah. yeah, it was a maggot. She didn't have lice. Oh, no, they just talked about lice. Right, right. She hoped she didn't have lice. Right, yeah. Because yeah. well, if she does. <laughs> cool. She's going to have to clean her sheets and throw out all her hairbrushes. That's what so I meant. It's still good. Yeah, it's still good. I did say that, right? Oh, yeah. I, this I is, did say that. This is probably the first issue where I think I know know what's coming next in the very immediate future. Really? Because I still have no and idea. And oh, I'm good. A, yeah, I'm a, No, it's yeah. probably I mean, not I, I, I know no. they're about to make a mistake. They're about to make oh, a mistake. Yeah, they are. That's, that's what I okay, mean. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah not big picture. It's in happening. the immediate future. Got it. They're about to make a mistake. Do you think this book has a definite end? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Vaughn usually writes. I hope one. so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, Red One, number three. So Red One... Did anybody read that? I did. Oh. Red mm. One, number one, and Red One, number two came out last year. This is a European book. So it's actually written, I think, in French originally. It is Terry Dodson art, which is the reason I got on it, and the art is gorgeous. Um, the third issue just came out. It is about a Russian... Uh, a Russian like KGB operative, basically, who is trained to be a superhero and sent to the U.S. to gain support and fame so that U.S. public opinion makes it so that the American president wants to sign the SALT Treaty so that... <laughs> SALT 1. The first SALT Treaty. I think this is SALT... Maybe it's SALT 2. They may have made a fictitious you, SALT You two. just said it was issue No, there three. was a SALT 2. <laughs> There was a salt. Okay, too. this is salt too. Okay, this is set. Regime. in the, huh? Are they? In, where are they? It's set in the fifties. Oh, there wasn't a salt treaty. It was strategic arms it's limitation. It's a comic book. Uh, all right, sorry. <laughs> that w- it was specifically to address nuclear weapons. Uh, oh, oh no, I thought it was about the in- import and export of salt into the country. <laughs> oh, it's a Dutch book. It's a Dutch book. Okay, it's maybe it's later. There's a whole lot of like McCarthyism in this book, though. So 
Oh, well, then I... Um, okay. Anyway, she comes to the U.S. to gain public opinion so that the American public will make the American president want to sign this treaty so that the Russians, who want to sign it but feel like they can't unless the Americans are for it, also sign it. So it's not about an X-Wing pilot. No. Damn it. But she does get naked a lot and, and works standing by. as a personal assistant to a porn producer. Hey, hey, Alex. Is it good? Is it still good? It is fantastic. Okay, good. Let's but go. that's the number one. <laughs> huh? Number one? This is number three. Oh, shit. One and two came out last year. Now I'm going to have to read this. When it comes in trade in There's a trade for one and two. <laughs> because they're European subjects. 2012. So 2012. You really Fuck. just said that. That's how when old I am. it comes out in trade That's how old I am. 2012. 2012 still sounds like the future. <laughs> All right. On the All Different Avengers number 14 gives us some time between Wasp and the All New Wasp. And it's a lot of fun. It's even though it's a Civil anymore. War issue. Uh uh, 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 Janet Van Dyne dealing with her stepdaughter is delightful. <clears throat> Invincible Iron Man number 13, also fun. Silk number 12, still great. Um, Silk rides a dragon. Yeah, I saw that panel. It's good. You mean like she's on heroin? Yeah. No, not no, no. Not I mean, Chinese. she rides a dragon. No, we're, not grabs the although, tail of the dragon. Although I will say. It, maybe <laughs> Actually, she does, seeing as how that was drawn and written and artly presented. Artly presented? Artly. It was very artly. Presented by Quite Artly. Art. Was, uh, <laughs> hey, Brian. <laughs> Harley, Quinn still, Harley Quinn number three, is it still good? It is, and it's uh, Poison Ivy has joined them, so that makes it just Are a they little in a hot bit tub? better. Yeah. Is there a hot tub? In this no, uh, there's a shower, though. Mm. Yeah. The hot tub wasn't that issue of Spider-Woman. <laughs> oh... Hey, Brian. Yes. Green Arrow number one. Is it still good? Um, I'm sorry, not number one. No, number six? six. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's like, number one. They restarted? Whoa. Oh, God. Because number one is not still good. It's not still good. That didn't take... Actually, you know what? This one okay. is really good. This is the second... Uh, or the second arc is starting. And this arc is going to be about Amico. Uh, which is by far probably the most interesting part of this the book The 80s to Commodore me. computer? No, his oh. sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was and, Amico. Um, that was the Amiga. Yeah, which is by far probably the most interesting part of this book. So I'm really looking forward to where this is going. It's, it's gotten much better. Right. Speaking of Emiko Queen. Yes. Ben Percy, who writes this book and who is writing Teen Titans, has <gasps> said there is a secret sixth character who they have not oh. announced yet on the Teen oh. Titans team. Oh, please. I really hope it's Emiko. Oh, please. I really hope that it's would be Emiko. Like, that would be like a All our dreams Christmas come present. True. Superboy. All right. No. Probably a Superboy, though. Hey, but hey. No. You guys know what time it is? No. The ending. Stop it. It's time for the long box book report. Okay, thank you. Because it's me. You don't get to do it. Um, don't get to do what? Stop it. Stop it. I'll kill you. It's an alien invasion book. And I will fuck you up. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so I got the alien alliance. Every Twilight Zone entry. Dun, 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 dun. Do you guys feel the annoyance radiating off of me Can through the fucking oh, technology? Mean, no, I mean scorn. them. I mean the listeners. You mean every, every time I try to talk about a book? <laughs> Go ahead, No, sweetheart. that's just fun. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, sweetheart. See, we're reading this one I got you here. You call me sweetheart, you jackass. <laughs> you were reading this one I got here. Yes. I mean, and, it was my second read through, so I was well, just like yeah. brushing up. But you told me something very shocking about this book, Invasion. Oh, they oh, invade? They do invade. That's weird. Yeah. In invasion? The Alien they Alliance invasion. They invade. What? It's I, crazy. I love this book in this series. So. Um, I, I really need you to find the third one so I can finish it. It's a letter. Um, 
Because the third one is the best one. Yeah, so I I forgot that this thing is it's a tr- it's basically a trade. It's eighty pages. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's big. It's a big big book. It's huge. Yeah, and there's lots of talky talky. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not gonna go over like everything. It's an alien invasion. They're planning. It's the whole book is they're planning an alien invasion. Yes. That's it. Yeah, that's the whole book. How do you solve a problem like Marika? <laughs> This was the setup, and then they had all the crossover right. titles and the, yeah. and the floppies. But, Although we didn't call them floppies back feel, then because we still had floppies. But <laughs> I don't feel the need to really go into all that. We just called them There's a lot of talk. <laughs> you say the Omega Men are in this book, huh? Big boss. The Omega Men are in this. Um, they get their arses warped. That's what up. happens when you don't let Tom <laughs> King write them. That's probably right. Um... <laughs> So they get, um, this they is get Giffen, royally. thank you. And this Giffen? Yeah. Yeah, so watch it. It's still not Tom King. Okay. Is um, it on TV? We can watch it? No. <laughs> um, and it it really feels like, and I didn't realize this the first time I read it because I hadn't read Legion 89, but it feels like this is the setup to that group in Legion 89. That it, it's possible. It's, it's crazy. Well, this is from 1988, so yeah, it is possible. Yeah. Anything's possible in comics. <laughs> Woo! Um, dun dun dun! Bum, bum, bum. So it's got you know Adam Strange bum, 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 bum. and Green people giant. talking oh, over me right. a lot. I really just want to get through this. Can I please just get through this? I hate doing it. Right, you now took the one. Please proceed. <laughs> and then they invade Earth. Thank Big you. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> and then they invade Earth. Thank you. That's fun. It. Fun. Reality, if you throw the die at him, it will always land on his number. <laughs> it's no, going to be a four. I'm rolling it. It better be a one. It's a four. It's a three. It's a three. That's me. Oh, it's Brian. Wait, are we sure about that? Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, it, it's did Brian. You, hey, Jen, did you reload the box? I did. He did. I did, did reload. Did. Yeah, he did. No, um, she did. I'm no, sorry. With all this no. transgender talk, I'm confused. That's fine. So I'm cool with it. I, I, can, can I talk about this real quick? Sure. Um, Knock our socks off. We got our bento box, and the uh, theme was animals. Did, did you see what I did there, Mike? Yes. Okay. Except, anyway. Did you say knock our socks off? I said knock our socks off, and it's XOC, sock. It, yeah, it's pronounced, it's pronounced that, because apparently Damn, we got our word shark. in there. From the Mayans, so I guess we oh. didn't have a word for shark for hundreds of years. Oh, no, I can't wait to read this one. Oh, what is it? Damn it. Freedom Fighters number one. Oh. Uncle Sam, Phantom Lady. There's a microphone in front of you. The Ray. It's right there. I can't wait. Right you actually couldn't yes. hear him. You need him closer. I know. It was weird, right? Yeah, you said that, right? Yes. Just, I just want to make sure. Okay. Freedom Fighters number one. Freedom Fighters number one. We got Uncle Sam and Phantom Lady and the Human Bomb and the Ray and Doll Man. Human bomb is one shot though. And oh, and black condor. I don't want to forget black condor. Yeah. Nice. Is black condor black? No. Is uh, black condor a condor? This is uh, no, March, April things. of no 1976. Sense. Wow. The bicentennial roamed throughout yeah, the you, land. By the way, you should definitely bag. That's hilarious. This. That because is it worth something? Probably so. Oh, you know what's really weird that you picked up a book written in 1976. Who did you meet on a plane? Oh, oh yeah, snap. so I was flying back from San Francisco yesterday. And boy, are his arms tired. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man, it's a long flight. He got it um, out just before. But no, I so, uh, yeah, so Secret <laughs> Service wait, starts wait, walking wait, down the wait. aisle, and uh, uh, President Jimmy Carter was on the flight, and he walked down the aisle and shook hands and greeted everyone on the plane, and was incredibly nice. 
most inappropriate thing to say, and I'm not going to do it. That's oh my gosh, he's it, not going it, to do it. It's political, and I don't believe it, but it would have been a funny joke. Okay, fair enough. You can tell us after. I will. Okay. I will. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Oh we need God. to go check for pods because Mike just censored himself. <laughs> yeah. Our theme music is the Spontaneous Soccer Union by the Fish Who but Saved the Planet. But we can't make head explosion noises. No, because I am hearing it, and I know at what level We'd like is to acceptable. thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. And sorry for not recognizing you at Dragon Con, Chase. Again, what? I'm sorry. Okay, you didn't. You I didn't. didn't. I, didn't. I, I was very excited. Having never met the man, I didn't recognize him. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize him. I had no oh. idea who he was. Oh, okay. I didn't. Oh, and, and you weren't there for... Okay. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website, panelologypodcast.com. Go there. Submit questions to us. You can check out our Twitter handles there. Do we just want to go around the table and give our Twitter handles? Sure. Nobody knows mine. No, no. You're definitely not Adam A. Haynes. Definitely not. Except he is. What are you, you, Jen? I'm at JenChill, 1N1L. Oh, wow. I'm at Kelters, K-E-L-L-T-R-E-S-S. That's his D&D name from 100 years ago. Yeah, from probably 1976. <laughs> seriously. So that's... No, seriously. Yeah. It's appropriate. And I'm at Alex Lavelle 2005 You can also tweet it's us at Panelology. There may have been. There might have been. Probably Maybe. was. Yeah. I have all of them. Feel free. Tweet us. <laughs> yeah. We like it. Oh, and by the way, us, I, know, I know you guys mentioned them last week, but yeah. uh, getting to meet Josh Hood, and um, that was that was. Really we did. We did. Yeah. 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 We talked about it. Also, yes. Sienna. And, oh, and Megan Hutchinson. Your stuff. So, I have no idea if anybody is, but if you happen to listen to us, and which I guess actually it'll be over by the time I think Megan's got out, a restraining so order. So, she was Probably. at a. She's at a I wouldn't blame her. Yeah, she's at a. I hear she got a two for one deal on she you guys. Did. She did. She, can I get the Mike and Brian special, please? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it's not what you think. Yeah. Okay. Poor Megan. I right, no, she was, in, she was incredibly nice. <laughs> yeah, I meant, to, I meant to pick up one of her books this week uh, so we could talk about it, but I'll do that next week. Yeah. I actually tried it at the comic shop last night, and they were out of all of them. Um, you know what, you, uh, you, you know what I actually good. got from her? I picked up. She did a... <laughs> God, stop it. She did a variant cover for Lumberjanes number one. Yes, she yeah. did. And oh. I actually picked that up and got her to sign so it. So funny story, when we were at her table... Uh, I was we were looking to buy something from yeah. her, and she had the, her personal art, which is wonderful. Oh, yeah. it's really which we nice. got. I, I got one of those. Yeah. I got a print from that, too. and we got because she. Cause I talked about her line work. She said she was OCD, and you could tell because it was just phenomenal. Yes. But uh, I tried to buy those, and she's like, "Oh, I just did the covers for those. You don't want those." <laughs> I was like, "You're not really good at this." <laughs> and then you didn't buy them. Like you, you I, followed through there. No, no, you, a lesson had to be taught. Yeah. Well, it's probably because I I was already. I had already committed to buying a different a print of her okay. personal work. So I think she was like, oh, okay. I'm I glad think she you finished that. Yeah. A print of her personal work. <laughs> Still just guys, mad guys. at having to wow. redraw Goldar's face a thousand times. <laughs> I would be mad too, for the record. Oh, yeah. my God. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to our website. Follow us. Uh, tell your friends to listen. Like us. Review us. Rate us on iTunes. Just generally give us affirmation. Get us closer to getting that watchtower. Yes. Yeah. We're still working on that. Yeah, still. we're like we're like thirty three million subscribers of one percent there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, okay. We have a firm C right now. I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. And I'm Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs>
So, Grundy want happy ending too. 